Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Elaine Cha. Isaiah Maxi is like a lot of us. Last year, feeling the weight of isolation that had grown over the pandemic, Isaiah decided it was time to open himself up to something new. So the former Boy Scout laced up and went outside into nature and went looking, not just for the splendor of Missouri State Parks, but something just as precious, the company of new friends. Hey guys, out here at Graham Cave State Park. I met some new hiking buddies. If you guys want to say hi. Hi. Hello. Um, we're out here just enjoying each other's company, uh, taking on the trails. It's pretty relaxing, a nice day. Gray skies, but it's turning blue, crisp air, and we're just excited to be here. And I'm excited to see where this journey takes us. That was Isaiah Maxey, who recorded that audio postcard this past weekend at one of the dozens of state parks he's visited in the past year. It's all part of a larger goal that's right there in the name of his Facebook group, The Journey to 100 Hiking Friends. And here to talk about that journey is Isaiah Maxey. Isaiah, welcome. Thank you. So pandemic isolation is something that a lot of people have been feeling. Now, before the pandemic, you were no stranger to the outdoors, but because of what was going on with COVID, you found yourself spending a lot of time inside. How did that impact you? That's a great question. I know for myself, um, I've been surrounding my, my career around service, and um, initially when the pandemic hit, um, we all worked from home just like everyone else. And it was it was different. I never really understood how much that human interaction meant to me mm-hmm. because I've always been an introverted person, even though I've always worked on teams or you know I, I played sports the majority of my life. Um, but being just being away from a lot of people, just being away from home, and um, I have younger siblings, just not being able to you know watch them grow up and just visit them as much as I, I wanted to was, was a challenge. Mm-hmm. And what kind of work have you done and, and do you do now? Um, I don't know if you're familiar with AmeriCorps. Of course. Um, <laughs> I did two and a half uh, years of AmeriCorps. I also currently work for the uh, Community Service Commission. So we house all the AmeriCorps grants for the state, but I work on the volunteer side of it. I've also worked at uh, a food bank in uh, San Diego called Feeding San Diego. So it's just been a lot of, uh, I guess, public service yeah. type organizations, just trying to find a career in service. I'm hoping to continue to work towards national service, but I'm just I'm just happy where I am right now, and and I'm hoping that with this opportunity, I can continue to to make strides to get to where I want to go. Yeah, I mean, and given that context of how accustomed you were to being around people in your day-to-day is, um, I think that says a lot about what must have happened when the pandemic hit. Now, the decision to start hiking, 
I understand, started at, uh, was something for you alone in 2021, 2022. And then in December, um, actually the, the day after Christmas, you made a, a summary post in a Misery Hikers Facebook group about your year of hiking 31 state parks, which was just one more than your goal of 30. So congratulations thank, there. Thank. And you had written um, in that post that uh, you were mostly on this journey alone, but appreciated those couple people that could join you when they could. And that line really it stands out because the reaction from other hikers to that post was anything but, quote, mostly alone. So it seems like your message really resonated with them. What was seeing that reaction like for you? And what happened next? For me, it just it just helped me with the whole grounding process uh, to allow myself to know that there are other people that feel similar to myself. Uh, I know for me, just finding ways to get out, get outside the norm was, mm-hmm. was huge for me. Um, I mean, I just really appreciate the, the feedback. A lot of those people that reached out, I've, I've hiked with a few of those people so far. Mm-hmm. Last weekend, no, two weekends ago, was the first time I hiked with someone that I actually knew. Oh, yeah. okay. So it was out of the 28 people I've hiked with so far, it's only been three people that I've actually knew prior to hiking with them. Okay. So it's, it's been an interesting process. I've, I've hiked with people that are veterans, nurses, doctors, um, college students, high schoolers. I've actually, I used to be a preschool teacher in college. I got to hike with one of my old preschool uh, students. She's a fourth grader now, and I was just like, I felt so like, I felt so happy because she's still adventurous. She still like wanders, mm-hmm. and it was just like so cool. She was, Mr. Maxie, come on! And I'm just like trying to go like all the little places she's trying to go. So it's been it's been a fun experience overall, and just being able to go to the different parks has been great. I know some of them tease me because I'll make the the hiking event, but I don't like to lead. I'm like, <laughs> so it's like, I just want to, I just want to hike with you guys. Like, I don't, I just want to, I just came for the, you know, the interaction, like the hiking, the hiking part is cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how far or not far we go. Like, I think the furthest we've gone so far, is like five, five miles, but we've also gone, you know, one mile. Okay. And we just talked and we just, you know, talked about our lives and the different things. And um, I've had a, a mixed group of people that I've hiked with. And it's cool to hear the different advice that they offer. Like, uh-huh. you know, if I was when I was your age or if I was your age, this was something I would I would do a little differently. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, I'm the type of person that I like to listen to those things and take what I take what I can and, you know, try to use it in my own life. So that's been it's been awesome. Like. I've had two or three repeaters to like that have come like to Ha Ha Tonka or like two hours this way, one hour that way. I'm just like, hey, if you're if you're as adventurous as I am, like come on, yeah. like I'm all for it. So how do you then choose the parks that you're going to go to? Um, it's a little bit of it's a little bit of which ones I haven't gone to, and. Just whatever they request. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are like, "Hey, you know, if you're ever, you know, in the St. Louis area, mm-hmm. like 
then I just look at the ones near St. Louis. I'm okay. like, okay, Han, let's go. We, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Quiver or Quiver River uh-huh. State Park. Uh, we got Babbler. We got Robinson's Route 66. Mm-hmm. So it's all these different state parks around uh, St. Louis. And I'm like, like, I've hiked most of them, but I'm like, I'm always down to repeat any state park, any park. Um, there's been people inviting me to their, like, uh, a niche little spots yeah groups and yeah, i'm just yeah. i'm i'm all for it so it's it's been a it's been a balance of i look at a map and i just go mm-hmm. and you know people invite me how do you prepare for these trips and for those who join you are there some pieces of advice that you give them before you meet up um i guess for me it's more of a mental a mental thing for me is just trying to be as um, I guess open-minded and transparent on my end. Uh, I mean, physical physical preparation is not really my thing. Mm-hmm. I just show up. Uh, I'm I'm in decent I'm in decent shape, so I can I'm I'm good on the actual hike aspect of it. Um, but I guess the advice I would I would have for people that that either wanted to hike with uh, our group or you know hike on their own is you know, just take that step. I know I've had, I don't know, eight to 10 people um, private message me like, hey, you know, this is not something normal that I do, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. So I'm just like, hey, I mean, this is this is pretty much what this is for. Yeah. This is like whether you're continuing to hike with me or you meet someone else locally, you hike with them. And it's like, I'm hoping to continue to connect uh, different groups, um, or they, you know, continue to hike with me as well. We're talking with Isaiah Maxi, who is the founder of the Facebook group, The Journey to 100 Hiking Friends, where he's documented his hiking trips across Missouri State Parks and the new friends he's made along the way. In the hikes that you have done so far, um, are there any favorite spots for you, like places that you said you're down to go to places that you've been to. Mm-hmm. Are there ones that you want to return to? Oh, for sure. Um, I've been to Haha Tonka probably three or four times. Um, what is it about Haha Tonka that is so appealing to you? Um, the views are just beautiful. Uh, they got a great overlook. They have different. They have a variety of hiking spots. Um, it's. It always seems like there's a good crowd of people mm-hmm. and they're always friendly they're always like someone will probably stop you and have a conversation with you uh, it's just a, a friendly environment um, I'm a I'm a city kid so there's there's the commercial aspects to it as well like okay. there's some paved <laughs> there's oh, some paved okay. there's some there's a variety of paths to take sure um, sure um, I tried not to uh, I had the opportunity to speak at the the most state uh, parks conference and they asked me that question so oh. I try to stay away from from who's the best and who's not <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because all the all the supervisors and the, the managers were at the conference yeah. and they asked that question and they're all great state parks <laughs> okay <laughs> there are many different bests depending yes. on who you're talking oh, to oh for sure and in the St. Louis area are there ones that you have really um, you've enjoyed for a very particular reason I probably have some generic answers, yeah. like like Castlewood. Castlewood is a, a comfortable place. Mm-hmm. I know, as I as I continue to progress on my 
uh, my, just my comfort level with the outdoors. I know, like, I feel confident in Castlewood. I feel okay. confident at St. Joe. Yeah. Uh, there's certain areas that, you know, like, there's like a six mile. Or I'm like, oof, I could probably go a mile and come back. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so it's so it's just it's more of a once I continue to go along this journey and get more comfortable with the outdoors, okay. I think I think I will be able to journey more out because I want to go to uh, Elephant Rock. A lot of people have. Oh yes, uh, I've heard yeah. Of that. A lot of people said that's a phenomenal place. So okay. I, I want to go down to Elephant Rock. It's probably one of my next ones. So you are originally from the Kansas City area, mm-hmm. and you've moved to Jefferson City mm-hmm. relatively recently. How yeah. long have you? I uh, actually. My timeline was, I'm, I've lived in a bunch of states in the last five years, uh, just with AmeriCorps. Mm-hmm. Um, but before Jeff City, um, in September of 22, I was living in St. Louis okay. for about a year. Um, but I've lived in there. I've lived in Mississippi, Iowa, California. Wow. Okay. I've been all over the country. So is what you're doing now something that you saw people doing in those other places? How did this idea to to do this hiking in this way and share it, how did it come to you? Um, our, with AmeriCorps, uh, C, the National Civilian Community Corps, you have the opportunity to do a variety of projects. So we've served with I've had the opportunity with my team to serve with a variety of state parks, um, whether it's in uh, Custer, South Dakota. Um, One of my favorites was Vermont, Muck Ross. And I guess the people that that we got to to interact with were just just wholesome people. Um, They they come in, we had the opportunity to meet their family, they'll take us on hikes. But for me, I think what really drew me to um, wanting to hike with people was my AmeriCorps team because I did AmeriCorps 2020 and 2021. Uh, my AmeriCorps team, whenever <laughs> we call them sad days, whenever we had sad days, we would go out on a trail mm-hmm. and we would just we would just enjoy each other's company. We would like one of our rules is we just don't talk about like what's going on, wh- whatever's going on. And then whenever we got home, we could talk about whatever was going on. Okay. So it was just like being out in nature, being out in these different areas, whether it was West Virginia, uh, Mississippi, Alabama. It was it was a great experience. Yeah. So is there something very therapeutic about being in nature and selectively silent? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> right? For sure. So you've also been posting photos from the state parks you've been to, not only here but in other states. How does the experience of these Missouri state parks, how does it compare with what you have seen elsewhere? I I was a sports guy, so I like to think about things in sports, and it's I feel like we do a very good job of what, what, what we have. So we have the forest, we have, some people call them like the Ozarks Mountains. Um, we have those different a variety of terrain, mm-hmm. and we do a good job of displaying them. We, have, we do a good job of um, showing showing what we have, but allowing it to be inclusive to uh, a variety of people. Mm-hmm. Like one of the things that the state parks is rolling out is uh, their accessible um, uh, chairs. Oh. So people that are have impairments and they need a chair, you can also use the path. So stuff like that is that sticks out to me, and it. it it makes me proud to to be able to use those parks because they're 
they're being mindful of the people that's using those parks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the different terms. Like, there's you can call someone if there's something on the on the path, and within a day, most of the time it's removed. They're coming clear. Right, right, right. right. So right. stuff like that is just like just. It's just user-friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who's not a St. Louis native or from Missouri, mm-hmm. I've definitely noticed the same, that there's there's so much time and attention and care that goes into these parks. It's really fantastic. Have you met people who are not from St. Well, not only not from St. Louis, but not from Missouri, who are using these hikes as a way to integrate into their new communities? Um. That's a great question. I know the the um, the father and the daughter that I hiked with uh, this past weekend. He's originally from Alabama, mm. and he was telling me how he's been to all 90, uh, 92 historical uh, sites and state parks in Missouri. And he was telling me the difference between here in Alabama and like. I don't know. I don't know about other people, but when people have a passion or people speak with passion, it gets me excited. It gets me hyped up. So when he was speaking about those things, I'm like, okay, I need to step my game up. I need to, you know, I need to, I need to go down to here, to here, to here. But he's like just hearing that passion of, of he was like trying to compare different places because he's traveled all across the country going to different places. He was like talking about how Utah's like this, but Missouri's like this. And it's like giving me a perspective because I know for me, like I value, I value the, the, the little things. I value like, you know, the different signs like, hey, I almost forgot to put my tick spray on, put my tick spray on. Like, you know what I mean? The little right. things like that. So I, I think that he, I think that that experience with him and a variety of other people just really allows me to, you know, see it through a different lens. So if someone wants to come and join, they're thinking about it, mm-hmm. hesitating a little bit, mm-hmm. what would you say to encourage them to come along? I get it. It's, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not easy to, to get out to interact with people. Um, my suggestion is, you know, just, just try it. Just try it once, and if if it isn't for you, that's okay. But at least you tried. At least you had that experience. Mm-hmm. I know for me, it was. It's always been hard for me to reach out, um, and I've and I've made that conscious decision to to say yes to a lot of things, um, just to push me out of my comfort zone to help me grow. Um, I would love to hear your story, and I would love the opportunity to hike with you if you are if you're interested. Isaiah Maxi is the founder of the Journey to 100 Hiking Friends, the Facebook group where he's documented his hiking trips across Missouri State Parks and, this year, the new friends he's making along the way. Isaiah, thank you so much for making the hike to our studio and for sharing with us about this experience. Thank you so much for having me. This episode was produced by Danny Wissentowski. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. 
podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.